And on the line now, we have Brad Biggs. Mark, give him his official title. Brad Biggs, the Chicago Bears beat writer for the Chicago Tribune. Brad, thank you for joining us today. Tigers going to be good this fall, boys? We want to ask you that question. I, I don't even know. Are they playing this weekend? I don't even know the schedule. Yeah, they play Murray State uh, this Saturday at 6 p.m. at Faroe Field, and it's my understanding that you're an MU alum as well. Yeah, I, yeah, I was in school there when the football team uh, wasn't very competitive uh, back in the Big Eight, but uh, sure was a lot of fun. What, what did you think of Mizzou's move to the uh, SEC? I don't know if you followed it that much, but uh, what was your what are your thoughts on that? I would have. Uh, Selfishly, uh, I would have preferred to see Mizzou somehow land in the Big Ten. Uh, I think it would have been a better uh, uh, fit in a lot of different ways uh, for the Tigers. But uh, you know what? They're against the absolutely the best competition out there. So uh, you know, as a competitor, I think you want to play the best and you want to measure yourself against the best. And and hopefully, uh, the Tigers will uh, measure up a little bit better. Uh, this fall than they did uh, a year ago, but it's, it's, it's recruiting. Everybody knows it starts with recruiting, and that's just a you know that's a difficult team thing to do to go against uh, perennial powers like uh, Alabama and Florida and, and some of the other Georgia, some of the other schools that uh, seem to uh, restock on an annual basis. Yeah, being from Chicago, we we both would have liked to see Mizzou in the Big Ten, but you know. It happened. They're in the SEC, or, or so the, you know, or stay in the Big Twelve and kind of repair the Big Twelve. I thought, I thought the Big Twelve, if they could have, uh, you know, they were losing some schools there. I thought if they could have somehow brought in um, a Utah or, uh, you know, shoot, Arkansas would be a, Arkansas used to be the old South uh, Southwest Conference. Arkansas would be a better fit for them in the Big Twelve than it probably would be uh, as, uh, as it is right now in the SEC for it, but. You know what? Uh, people get paid a lot more money than uh, I do make those kind of decisions. Certainly, Brad. Changing gears here, could you tell us a little bit more about the news coming out today about the two hundred sixty-five million dollars settlement that the NFL has reached over concussion-related brain injuries uh, amongst its retired players? Yeah, I think it was seven hundred sixty-five million. Uh, with uh, you know, then the league probably being on the hook for uh, a couple hundred million. Uh, in, in uh, you know attorneys fees because they've got to get their pockets lined in, in this thing too uh, yeah I think that's going to be a, a massive story uh, today and, and probably moving forward uh, for the rest of the year in terms of uh, you know, some of these retired guys with legitimate uh, needs health needs obviously uh, you know that can probably be very strongly linked back to uh, injuries that were sustained. Uh, during the days playing football, probably not only uh, professionally but in college, and you know, I mean, those types of injuries occur at all levels uh, of football. So you know, to, to see the 32 owners in the National Football League who uh, you know are making uh, massive profits uh, come to an agreement here where they can uh, make some restitution or settlements here with. with uh, a lot of these guys, I, I think, is a good thing. I, right now, it's being painted as a as a victory uh, for the NFL teams. I think when you when you look at the amount of money, uh, but uh, some of these guys, some of these older veteran players with uh, with serious uh, 
medical needs or need of money yesterday. And so uh, I, I think uh, hopefully this is going to help a lot of uh, a lot of former football players out there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Brad, football season's about a week away, and you're around the Bears a lot. Which Bear has the most to prove this upcoming season? Uh, that's, I mean, that's Jay Cutler, the quarterback, without uh, without even uh, having to think about that. You know, he's entering his fifth year with the Bears after the trade from uh, Denver back in 2009, and uh, he's in a contract year. He has not uh, performed probably up to the level that the organization expected when it forked over two first-round picks and a third-round pick, uh, as well as Kyle Orton, a serviceable uh, NFL quarterback, for Cutler in that trade. And, and so they need to see now with a, yet another new offense and with a new head coach uh, who's known as a quarterback guru, uh, if you will, they need to see if, if things are going to click for Jay, if, uh, if, if Jay's game is going to uh, ascend because he's not a young gun anymore. He's 30 years old. And uh, to the point in his career, I think we're kind of what you see is what you get. And so they want to they want to see if what they're getting this year is uh, an improvement upon what they've received from him the last four seasons, which has been middle-of-the-road quarterback play. I think it's uh, you know, really the only way you can classify it. Yeah, what's been... Jay's kind of adjustment to Tressman's office, and you know, for most people who don't know, this is his fourth different offense in the five years he's been with the Bears. Yeah, well, I, I as they're saying the right things right now, and uh, the the problem you have with that is they're saying the same stuff they said a year ago when Mike Tice was running the offense, and before that when Mike Marks was running the offense, and before that when Ron Turner was running the offense. So. Uh, Talks cheap right now, and uh, you know you, you look at what Tressman's done, his track record, uh, and it, it's interesting. It's kind of an outside the box hire. Guy spent uh, you know the last five six seasons uh, in the CFL with the Montreal Alouettes. Uh, he'd been in the college game. He hasn't been in the NFL since he was an assistant with the Dolphins back in uh, 2004. So it's been a, it's been quite a while uh, out of the NFL from Tressman and and. Uh, you know, there's a. It's going to be very interesting to see how they do. Trust is a very positive guy, very upbeat, uh, very in tune with what his players are thinking. You know, what's this nice family atmosphere, and uh, it, so it's all been very positive. I don't think anyone knows, uh, you know, how things will be handled when they hit a rough patch. And even in a good season, a uh, team's going to have a rough patch. You know, if they lose two in a row, if they lose three out of four, what? Uh, what's the atmosphere going to be like then? How will Tressman handle it? So uh, a lot of questions to be answered. We're here with Brad Biggs, Chicago Bears beat writer for the Chicago Tribune. Brad, will there be any surprises when the 53-man roster becomes finalized for the Bears? No, I don't think so. I, you know, For people who uh, you know, look at those things, every once in a while you get a veteran player cut, but you know, those, those type of uh, transactions typically happen. Uh, earlier than, than final uh, cutdowns. So I don't think there's going to be anything as this shape the bottom third of the roster that, that's going to knock anybody's socks off. Uh, no, uh, there's not a guy with a big contract I don't think that's going to get released. A lot of people have thought for a long time that Devin Hester could be in jeopardy. I certainly uh, have never been 
uh, in that camp in terms of uh, thinking that way. So, you know, we'll find out uh, maybe by this time tomorrow. I think uh, with all 32 teams playing tonight, I would expect to see a lot of uh, activity on the waiver wire probably uh, by tomorrow afternoon. Right, and one final question. What's your opinion of the Super Bowl for the first time not being played in a warm climate, playing in New York this year? Well, no, well, the plan outside, I mean, shoot, they had a, I was at a Super Bowl that was in Detroit. Oh, that's right, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, they're going to play outdoors in a uh, northern climate for the first time, and uh, yeah, that's going to be interesting. I think everybody uh, involved with television and stuff is hoping for snow, right? I mean, you know, is it? Wouldn't that be the spectacle that uh, could add even more viewers uh, to the Super Bowl? But um, I, people will be watching this closely because uh, you know, there's a, other uh, northern climates with outdoor stadiums, open-air stadiums that certainly would be interested in hosting a game, Philadelphia, Washington, Denver. Uh, Chicago would love to. The problem is the stadium's so small, I don't know, uh, you know it would be physically possible uh, to, to do that. But uh, if you have a, a, a Sunday in uh, New York that's, that's 38 degrees and rainy, uh, I, you know, I, I don't think uh, that's going to push uh, the group that makes these decisions, the NFL owners, to reconsider uh, something like uh, this again in the near future. Brad, thank you so much for your time, and um, best of luck covering the Bears this season. Thanks, guys. You guys have a great weekend. Yeah, you too. That was Brad Biggs at the Chicago Tribune, Chicago Bears beat writer, and we thank him for coming on. We're going to take a quick break before we wrap up the show. The Chicago Stuck in Misery on 88.1 FM, KCOU.